0: Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste.
1: I'm Natalie B.
0: Today we're talking...
1: Candles. Candles. Yes, baby. It's a hunk of grease, and you light it on fire.
0: I guess it is. I guess it is. That's
1: all it is, baby. Do you like candles?
0: I do not like candles. I I, know that. I dislike candles. It's pretty strong
1: dislike. I've only been getting into getting candles recently.
0: Yeah. And to my credit, I didn't tell you no.
1: Well, to my credit, like, I always make it a point when I am interested in something you hate to try really hard not to make it your problem.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just saying you can. But I mean, it's not like a hobby. It's not like, oh, I'm into candles.
1: No, I like, I like candles when I meditate. And then when I'm finished meditating, I snuff them with a snuffer.
0: Yeah, I mean that that makes total sense. I just can't think of any. I can't think of any situation where I would want to have candles going, and I know that they cause so many domestic fires. Right. That I just really do not. I do not like candles at all.
1: I don't really like them either. I don't like them for the same reason. But like I said, like when I do meditation and stuff, I always like to have like no electricity going on. I need to. I like to have it be like no artificial vibes
0: just for the just for the vibes yeah. not for any kind of
1: like and so like i will turn the lights off and like anything that's running in the in the room like the fan or whatever i'll turn all that shit off so i can't hear any kind of like machine noises and stuff like that i'll light a couple candles go to town baby
0: go to meditation town
1: <laughs> meditation town population all of us <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, there is. The only time I've ever really enjoyed candles is something Natalie and I used to do. Uh One winter, it was a particularly brutal winter, and I think it was right after our kid was born.
1: Yeah, so we were not partying.
0: Yeah, we were not partying, and we were just stuck inside the brutal winter, and we kept getting ice dam. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Ice dam is... Uh, Shit, what is that? It's like you you get snow on your roof, and it melts, and then it freezes, then it melts, and it freezes, so it basically, like, pries a crack in your roof, and then the water drips inside.
1: Yeah, something like that, something like that.
0: It's, It's something pretty miserable. It involves your house being real wet, and we were... So our house was leaking, and so what we started doing, as most Americans, we started soothing ourselves with food.
1: Oh, yeah, eating your feelings is the best.
0: That's pretty much <laughs> stars and stripes right there, baby. And uh, so I think it was Natalie that came up with this idea.
1: Mm-hmm. Probably because smart.
0: But uh, what we would do is we had little tea lights and we would light the tea lights and put them in the bottom of coffee mugs. And then you could sit with it and you could hold it on the couch while you watched Flavor of Love.
1: <laughs> or, or Tyra.
0: Or... Any show.
1: Tyra Mail. That was the other one we watched.
0: Oh, uh, Top Model. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how you can tell you're. That's how you can tell you're going through it is when you sit and you watch like seven. America's Top Model, and you're like, this is fine.
1: I, you no, know, I would always fuck with that stuff. I was always, I, I like stupid TV just fine. But oh, continue, I, continue this story about how a genius.
0: Well, I was there too. <laughs> I watched it. I'm mm-hmm. saying I, I obviously like the stupid TV also. Uh, but yeah, Natalie's genius idea was you, you'd get the tea light, and a tea light is a little short, fat candle in a little metal cup, right? And, uh, so you light it, and you'd put it in the bottom of a coffee mug. And then you could toast a marshmallow on it. And the key, though, is that it doesn't generate very much heat.
1: Uh So the mug traps it.
0: The mug kind of traps the heat and concentrates it upwards. So you get, I mean, there's like some convection happening. There's some radiant heat and whatever. Uh, But it takes probably eight or ten minutes to toast a marshmallow. So you could sit there and watch TV and toast marshmallows for like an hour and eat like seven of them. (laughs) So it wasn't as destructive to your metabolic system well, as you might think. Oh,
1: well, then we no if I recall correctly though it did end up getting to be destructive to our metabolic systems. We definitely quit because we started getting fat. and I also recall that it got we got carried away and that is when I taught myself how to make marshmallows and we started getting homemade marshmallows um. and then going to Whole Foods and buying the most fanciest Icelandic chocolate and making gourmet. S'mores while we watched Tire Mail.
0: Oh, is that what happened? That's
1: what happened. Yes.
0: Oh man, we that's how we put on some elbows, man.
1: Right. <laughs> it was that, and we got the fry daddy. And- <laughs> And we started making onion rings and falafel all the time. And then that, that was the other thing that did it.
0: Onion rings and falafel all day.
1: <laughs> Gourmet s'mores at night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the only good way to use a candle, though. Right,
1: right. <laughs> I remember the, the s'mores thing, though, because we would do it. And I'm like, this is excellent. And it was so excellent that I was just like, you know what? If Nana was like a little bit older, she would be so fucking mad to know what we were doing when she was in bed. <laughs> she would be so fucking mad good hype baby you just gotta you just gotta get old enough until you can party as late into the night as we do <laughs> little does she know like later and later she stays up we still stay up later <laughs> yeah you
0: gotta stay ahead of the game baby
1: Right. What are My ideal hours, like, as far as, like, staying up, like, I think, I feel like if I'm left to my own devices, like, my biological clock is, like, 2 or 2.30 in the morning until, like, 11, 10 or 11. That's, a, that's, like, a good time for me to go to sleep.
0: I... You know, it's been a year and a half since I've had to wake up early, and that is, I'm very pleased to have had, you know, regardless of what else is happening in the world, I'm very pleased to to have taken advantage of that. And my natural time, I think, is probably 1 in the morning to 9 in the morning. That is just, I get enough sunlight in for, for what, two or three hours. I get enough sunlight in that that finally wakes me up. right. But then when it's been light in the room and it's light in the room as I'm waking up, it's like it feels more natural to wake up. It doesn't feel like anybody's, you know, if you wake up and it's dark and I mean, I'm going to have to do that this winter.
1: Yeah, sure. We're going to do that soon. It's already starting to be like not as light out when we wake up up in the morning.
0: Yeah, so that's fine, but probably not at one in the morning to nine in the morning, probably. Yeah, because you get up and it's light. At least where we are, it's always light at nine in the morning.
1: Right, right. So you asked me a question. Oh, I. Uh, you forgot we were doing a podcast. What is? <laughs> you, you, I can't believe you forgot about the podcast. You what? Apologize to our listeners.
0: <laughs> I'm just a professional, Natalie. <laughs> what is a candle
1: (laughs) a candle is an ignitable wick embedded in wax or other flammable solid substance such as tallow that provides light and in some cases a fragrance a candle can also provide heat or a method of keeping time.
0: So a candle has to be solid.
1: Kind of, yeah. It
0: would be like it would just be a lamp if it was Real, actually yeah. just a puddle of grease.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think a candle has to be able to support itself probably. So <laughs> I know a lot of people who aren't even candles. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was just trying to think of what all... I mean, the thing is, is that we've lived with artificial light. We're not going to trump the past as far as their ability to make candles out of shit. Like, anything that is waxy they've made candles out. sure of it, right? yeah
1: you know what that shit's like ingenious because like think about it they didn't have to pay for electricity they got stringed all they need to do is find something greasy in their own business
0: yeah you know we think we're advanced but we pay for electricity they didn't
1: yeah right, right and they could have as many candles as if they wanted it's like you have this set up to make one candle make a hundred candles fuck it
0: and it's just tallow so you got yeah. I mean you got that. That's just like a leftover when you cook a bunch of food. Right. right. You use
1: tallow, beeswax, whatever the fuck, man. And people love having bees. Pe- people have been having honey and shit. Like that was like the main shit for candles.
0: I would have definitely if I had lived in old power <clears throat> outage times <laughs> I, I would have definitely kept bees. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, kind of a double the wax and the honey.
1: Right. I really would like some bees.
0: There's people in the neighborhood who have bees it's technically against the neighborhood charter.
1: Fucked neighborhood charter. Yeah,
0: I know. I mean, I'm, yeah, fuck them. But like one time <laughs> I left, I mean, I used to leave trash cans in front of the house. I left them in front of the house for like five or six years then. And we got a letter from the city and they're like, this is just a courtesy. You are violating this city code. And if we come by and they're in front of your house, you may be fine, but this is just a courtesy. We're not going to fine you now all right, put my trash cans in the backyard just to make sure if anybody drives down my fucking residential street.
1: They won't know that we've thrown stuff away. Th-
0: yeah, they'll be like, <laughs>
1: oh, this is
0: this is a nice neighborhood. They don't...
1: <laughs> they don't even have garbage they here. They
0: don't make trash. <laughs> this is a very Tony area.
1: <laughs> I like how like you're like, the rules when it comes to me wanting bees, but every other time you're like... Oh, you got to catch me and then make me stop.
0: Well, yeah, but so here's the thing with catch me, make me stop. (laughs) Is if you have all the bee, like the filing cabinets in the backyard and then somebody is somebody sees them, then you can't just move them. You would have to throw them away. And that's where bees live. And that just doesn't seem fair.
1: But can we disguise it? And we only have one filing cabinet. And think about how great it would be for all your vegetables. Then I would take all that honey and I would make weed honey with it. Yeah. Weed honey is my favorite thing in the world currently. Did you know that?
0: I you, did. You, you I, do, that. I do know that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel like an old I feel like an old English lady now because I'm, I'm always having my nice cup of tea in the afternoon. It's time for tea. <laughs> and I get absolutely nonked. Totally flavor blasted off of a nice (laughs) cuppa.
0: And it's just the, uh... It just dissolves into the honey somehow.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think think they just, like, get, like, concentrate or something and put it in the honey. I don't fucking know. I don't know, but it's extremely strong shit.
0: Well, it's like, if it's 500... If it's, like, 550 milligrams, something like Uh that. I mean, that's not that much to put in something viscous. That's really, I mean... Uh, a paperclip, an average normal paperclip weighs a gram, so half, half as much as a paperclip and a whole jar of honey. I mean, yeah, that's dissolvable. You can get that dissolved in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But you get a nice, like, 40 milligram of THC and a cup of tea. That's a nice afternoon. You're ready to draw pictures, baby.
0: No, it's that is definitely a perfect dose for some people.
1: To me, like there's few pleasures like getting absolutely flavor blasted and drawing pictures. You just like I could lose like three or four hours just spacing out and just drawing one thing.
0: Well, yeah, that's yeah. That was your whole career for a while. That was Remember my whole that? career,
1: but like I, I'll spend a really, really long time on something that shouldn't have taken me that long. Uh... <laughs> I really, I really uh, luxuriate in it.
0: But it's it's pleasurable.
1: Yeah. It's it's like taking a bath and drawing pictures, soaking it.
0: You know, one of the one of the classic candle images in my mind is like somebody lighting a bunch of candles in the bathroom, and then sitting in there and bathing in the dark. That just seems like such a fucking nightmare to me.
1: Uh, you know what I think about whenever I see people laying in the bathtub with all the candles on the sides of the tub is I think about how I would. Reach over to get my Virgils off the side of the tub, and then I would like lean over and I would catch my hair on fire on a candle. That's what I would imagine. That's exactly
0: what I was thinking.
1: (laughs) That is exactly
0: (laughs) yeah, because like the the Calgon lady in the bathtub, she's got real long hair. I mean I got pretty long hair these days and also like being in a bathtub I'm normally not very graceful. I'm just a pretty clumsy guy. My hand my hand eye coordination just not great. And if I'm getting in and out of a bathtub, I have to do it really careful and I still end up three stooging like a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. And if all those candles are just precariously balanced all around the periphery of the bathtub.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's just uh, <laughs> knocking the candles into the bathtub, cursing, and then everybody else in the house like, What are you doing? Are you all-? Are you okay?
1: <laughs> What's oh, yeah. happening? You need help? Yeah, but uh, I knocked four <laughs> candles into the bath Why'd you do that? I'll fucking you know fucking wax with my bathtub. We're gonna fucking eat shit next time we take a shower, you dumbass! <laughs> 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 That's what we would yell around the house. <laughs>
0: you can't do you can't do bath candles. You know what? If you have if you have a big house or you somehow have a a really nice bathtub with like a bunch of tile around it to keep the bath separate from the fire,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's then fine, go for it, but not in my house.
1: Right. <laughs> I'm asking you because I know you've never done it with me because I don't do that shit with you. Those fucking stupid candles where you drip it on people.
0: Oh, I
1: don't... Massage oil candles, lickable candles. Wait, <laughs> lick fuck candles yeah <laughs> so you have
0: to so i i thought that the candle wax now i'm covered in hair so i'm never gonna do that <laughs> right it's just
1: <laughs> i'm never gonna do it because you would catch my hair on fire with the candle
0: but why would yeah I'm.
1: accidentally not on purpose.
0: Yeah. yeah i mean i don't know if you like if you like having candle wax poured on you then go for it certainly i'm not I'm not saying it's bad. <laughs> it's just, no, I've never, I've never done that. Yeah, I've right. never either. Have you either e- way, eaten a
1: candle. Um,
0: never eaten a candle. I think a crayon is basically a candle.
1: Did you eat
0: I a no, no, I've never eaten a crayon. But I did go to first grade, and that's where you meet some crayon eaters.
1: I feel like I've eaten a candle. You have? Maybe I feel like I might have.
0: <laughs> like recently? No,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was like a birthday candle.
0: Like when you were a kid yeah. or like a curious adult?
1: Maybe, probably both, maybe, I don't know. I, I like to live on the edge a little bit with <laughs> that kind of shit. I'll be real with you. <laughs> if, I, if I can swallow it whole, I'll fucking swallow it, I don't give a shit. Well, you know,
0: <laughs> people, just, people just need to admit it. I think we come to terms with our animal nature, and I think that enables us to to maybe shed some of our ego. Because I think remembering that you are a very base person that has just the very, we very recently talked about this, just has the very smallest vestiges of intelligence just enough.
1: Barely, yeah. Just
0: barely enough to do the stuff we do. Because we're not great at anything we do. The, hum- the, the human species is not great at anything mm-hmm, we do, mm-hmm. except generating waste, which is... By definition, not a good thing. Right. I think if we all admit that we do stupid stuff, like you might eat a candle. You might, I don't know. I mean, I'm not in anybody else's head. I know the dumb stuff I've done is I i will, I'll smell stuff. I'll be picking <laughs> it up and I'll be bringing it to my face. And I'm like, oh boy, this isn't. <laughs>
1: don't smell it.
0: This is not going to be good.
1: yummy <sighs> me it. But you just.
0: Because your brain is like, you have to sense that.
1: <laughs> right.
0: One time I was going through some laundry, I had a couple of laundry baskets in my closet, and I had an old pair of boxer briefs that were like down behind the laundry baskets, and I pulled it out and it was like kinda stiff. It it's less gross than it well, it's more gross than it sounds.
1: <laughs> Continue on, tell us more. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I kind of pulled it apart and I was like, oh, it's like, I must have like ridden my bike or gone walking or something and taken them off and they were wet, <laughs> which happens. <laughs> I'm a sweaty man. Took them off. They were wet, put them down. They got like kind of moldy. And so I was like, I need to throw these away. But I picked them up, and instead of holding them at arm's length and taking them out to the outside trash can and throwing them away, which I did, second, the first thing I did was smell it.
1: Oh, sure, uh-huh.
0: It didn't smell good. Right,
1: right. It was moldy. Uh-huh.
0: It was It was moldy-ass sweat.
1: <laughs> That's what they called me in prison.
0: <laughs> That's a horrible nickname. <laughs> they,
1: didn't, they didn't actually call me that, no.
0: That is... That is, really, that is a really specific name to be called in prison, too.
1: I was just joking. Most of my prison names had to do with being chubby and sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy. Okay, so in order for a candle to work, you need a heat source, which is like your match. Or a yeah. lighter, right? And you use that to light the wick. Are you following me? Yeah. Okay. And then the wick melts and vaporizes the wax, like as a fuel source, right? Uh-huh. And then it combines with oxygen, and that is what creates the constant flame of the candle.
0: So the wick has like capillary action. Mm-hmm. When the wax is melted, it draws the wax up and then it vaporizes at the very top, and mm-hmm. that's where it combusts. Right. Okay.
1: Right. So, it is self-sustaining. Like, the chain of events is self-sustaining. The melting and the heat and fuel and sucking it up and burning it and burning it continues to melt it forever until you run out of candle, right?
0: I'm following, yeah.
1: It's amazing. Amazing the knowledge we're letting you guys in on today. This is some truly occult topic like how does a candle work
0: did you ever make a candle yes i i made a candle i made the world's ugliest candle
1: i think my candle was pretty ugly also
0: i don't think you can i don't think you can dip a candle well so i think it was i i went to a camp it was like a weekend camp they had it at school i never went to summer camp Uh because my folks were teachers so they just sat at home in the summer when i was there yeah which meant that uh, they never sent me away while they were at work. They would just uh, they would just sit at home with me all summer. It's great.
1: <laughs> well, I never got sent away in the summer, but I was still home by myself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think I would have been a camp person, but uh, went to camp one time. And we made candles, and I was like, "This looks like dog shit." They just had all those pots of candle wax, uh-huh. and then you could dip them in any color. And of course, you go and you're a kid,
1: like so you want to try I, all, of them. and
0: you want to try all the colors, and then that makes it looks look like, shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. like Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dream Turd. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> kids don't have any self restraint. You know, they don't have any uh, taste.
0: No, they don't. That's I. I explained this to. I explained this to Nona the other day. We're walking home from school, and uh, all the there's mask mandates, whatever, in all the schools. And uh, we walk by, and all the kids on the bus, like, they'll get on the bus, and they'll kind of shrink down beneath the seat, and they'll take their mask off, which, of course, they do. Of course they do, because they're children. They're Cause, dumb, yeah. Because, huh? I mean, very many adults don't have long-term thinking. To imagine that an 11- or 12-year-old child would have, like long-term thinking and be like, and be like, well, I think this behavior is too risky. The reward is not worth the risk.
1: Mm -hmm. Right.
0: It would be ludicrous. Anyway, that's why she doesn't ride the
1: bus. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Also the bus, we were going to put her on the bus, but the bus stop is so far away from the house. They were like, fuck it. We're going to give her a ride to the bus stop.
0: Yeah. I mean, it would have, it would have been very star spangled banner to get in the car. (laughs) In And drive the car a half mile opposite the direction of the school <laughs> and drop her off there so she can take a second vehicle that will take 40 minutes to take her to school. <laughs> that would have been, uh, uh, you know. Lit. It that been would lit. have been very patriotic.
1: Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so, so the candle story, right? Let's wrap, wrap the inner workings of a candle up, okay? As your candle burns, it gets shorter
0: that's right
1: <laughs> the wick burns the candle melts exposing more wick that burns and melts more candle until your candle is so short right uh-huh. sometimes you gotta trim the wick sure that's how it works man right sometimes you got a lot of extra wick candles man what are you gonna do And so that's the story of them. Um, Modern candles have something called a self-trimming wick, which means that it bends over itself as it burns. Okay. And so that means that the end of the wick gets consumed by fire as it it burns. So that's it. And so you might be wondering, who invented a fucking candle? People in old times. (laughs) That's always the answer. When people say, who invented this thing? It's always someone a long time ago, right? It's never like... We're working on this now. This is going to be a great new thing. This
0: is current technology. (laughs) I wouldn't put it past Elon Musk to have a press conference and say, we've got a new way to make candles.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So, okay, so the candles. Before they used candles, they had, like, oil lamps, right? So those are, like, you get a little kind of like a little teapot or something, and you put oil in it, like olive oil, Whatever kind of oil you got, right? And you put a little piece of string in it and light it up. Yeah. And it's just, it's kind of similar to like the lanterns that you like, the covered lanterns, like the old prairie home style lanterns. Uh Same idea, right? So that was what they were using in like ancient Rome. And around 500 BC is when they first started making dipped candles from tallow. And all those old candles are made from fat, tallow, wax. Right? Yeah. Uh, In ancient Rome, beeswax was hella expensive, and so they used tallow. And they think that they might have had candles in ancient Greece, but they are not quite sure. Right? Uh, 200 BC is around when they invented candles in China. So independently, they made candles themselves also. Theirs were made out of whale fat, though. So they probably smelled like a bad vagina.
0: Burning, yeah. rancid fish. Uh-huh. I mean, burning beef tallow wouldn't have smelled great either. I just don't. That
1: like. would smell like a steak cookout. You think so? Yeah.
0: Maybe so. I just really, you know, I grew up too far inland. I don't like the smell of fish at all. I don't like anything fishy.
1: Right, yeah. You didn't grow up eating fish,
0: though. Mm-mm, no.
1: Your folks are, like, really anti-fish.
0: They were, yeah. Yeah.
1: My family was always, like, the most most fanciest thing you could do is go to Red Lobster and feast the seven fishes. And every Friday was, like, you can't eat meat, so you had to have fish sticks. And <laughs> and I love tuna fish. I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, very I'm, fish-oriented. I'm, I'm, I'm fish-oriented. I'm fish-aligned. I don't like, like salmon, though.
0: Guys, that's... That's where we differ. <laughs> I think salmon's all right. You know, I uh, there's something they say about dogs, which is they'll describe dogs and they'll say food motivated. And I feel like that's just not fair because I'm extremely food motivated. I think
1: most people and things are food motivated because you need food to be alive.
0: I feel like describing something as food motivated is just very unfair. Like, what do you eat, doctor? <laughs> what do you eat? It's like one of the symptoms of anxiety is fear of death. I'm sorry. After I heard about that, I was afraid of it. <laughs> First time when I was like, whoa. Well,
1: that shows you that you shouldn't be. Like, if that, a, if that is a symptom, then that to me would mean that it's not a natural state.
0: I'm not asking whether it's a natural state. I'm just saying I want to eat food and not die. Leave me alone. <laughs> I think those are natural states.
1: Right, sure. Sure. You can continue to eat food and not die, baby.
0: Like Hawaii, the borders of Hawaii are the ocean. That's a natural state. <laughs> Once you start getting that straight line shit, look at Indiana. That shit's fake as hell. Right. Tennessee, that's all straight lines.
1: Right, right.
0: Wyoming, don't get me started.
1: <laughs> but Colorado, isn't that a square? Yo,
0: oh, rectangular, get out of here.
1: No, that's not real. Florida, not real.
0: Board is okay until you get to the top.
1: Right. <laughs> modern candles, man. I, yeah. That is like 1834. That's not that
0: modern, though. That's
1: pretty, I mean, candles, baby. Like, there's not really that much advancement in candles. Okay, so, imagine this. It's 1834. There's this guy named Joseph Morgan, and he is a pewterer from Manchester, England, and he invented a machine. That revolutionized candle making
0: forever. Was it a candle making machine?
1: Yes, it was, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a machine that let you continuously produce molded candles oh. using a cylinder with a piston. To inject the candles once they were solidified. And you can make 1,500 candles an hour, which was a lot. Yeah, it is. And that made it so the poors could have candles, right? It was like a commodity item now. Get your candles.
0: Mass production lowers the prices, makes it available to people with less money because it's cheaper. Right.
1: So... They also started making wicks out of braided cotton instead of twisted, which made it self-trimming.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So, before, when you have it so it's not that braided style, then it will not do that. Okay. So, 1850s, you know, 16 years after our dude Joseph Morgan, there was a guy named James Young who distilled paraffin wax from coal. Oh. And then they were able to make candles out of the paraffin and it was like people were into it because it was white and it was clean burning and it did not smell like an animal's asshole or a dead fish
0: and it's non-renewable
1: it's (laughs) non-renewable and when you burn petroleum products in your house it probably is disgusting but they loved it just like they loved that green paint that killed them all
0: Paris green. Yeah.
1: <laughs> people, you know, people are always doing dumb shit. They're never going to not be doing dumb shit.
0: God, you know, I was just thinking about it. It's so funny. Like, I saw a meme and it was like, "Don't ask any German car manufacturer what they were doing between 1933 and 1945." Like, yeah, that's true. And then they say all these other people were were bad Germans and stuff. And yeah, it is true. But anything bad that's going to happen now that people are going to look back and be like, man, people did dumb shit in the 2020s. Like, we're not going to, we're going to be culpable for it. It doesn't matter because we won't be here. We'll be back in the universal consciousness. Some of you will go on to be a different being somewhere else with access to higher dimensions. Many of you, a few of whom I know personally, will go on to be bugs and rats.
1: (laughs) Some of us might be People in, living in the apocalyptic wasteland in 21, 22.
0: Yeah, you could come back as a person and you just got a new lesson to learn, baby. My, but, that's what,
1: you know, that's what my plan is, is reaching enlightenment this time because the way things are going right now, I don't want to come back. I don't want to. Know, I don't want to find out what comes after this. I don't want to know. Yeah, I'm hop gonna. On. I'm gonna rejoin the universal consciousness. Yeah, hop on to a different dimension. Come a light being. Yeah, I'm move, done with this shit. Move, I'm not coming back again.
0: Move up, <laughs> up in, in onward, Natalie, for sure. But
1: I uh, say you should work work on it too. Otherwise, you're gonna reincarnate next time, and you're not gonna have me around.
0: Oh, you might
1: have to marry Nona when she reincarnates. Oh, God. It's gonna be, it'd be exactly the same as marrying me, though. Honestly. I don't know honestly. No, she likes anime.
0: (laughs) But anyway, what I'm saying is, uh, just like all the Victorians are going to get lumped into, you know, drinking lead, sipping on arsenic. Right. Just breathing in that Paris green paint and wearing their fireproof asbestos dresses. Right. So shall we be lumped in with all of the errors of our own of our own time and we won't be around to defend ourselves. We can't say no, I was I was one of the good Americans. Yeah, I
1: was one of the ones hiding in my house the whole time with the mask on.
0: I hid in my house. And of course they will come to our ghosts and dig up our photos and look at us and, and ask us why didn't you do something? And obviously the answer is I, I can't.
1: I'm powerless.
0: I'm powerless. Just like the average German citizen in nineteen thirty nine was powerless. You think some Hans was gonna stand up and be like nine?
1: I don't like Hitler and then he'd be like, oh Hans doesn't like him. It's you over. Can't... Just go just go back home, Hitler.
0: Okay. <laughs> you know what, Hans over there, it's not cool with him.
1: <laughs> All you had to do is speak up Hans, it's no problem. We'll get him out of here. <laughs> That's why I love uh, like fighting with people on the internet. Like no one cares about what I, either of us think about this. Why would you fight? With, why would you fight with me about it? But neither of our opinions matter. No, I'm apolitical now, like an Amish person. Did I tell you that?
0: I'm. I've decided
1: a- that I'm apolitical.
0: Well, I decided that I'm apolitical, but like a cyberpunk.
1: Are they eight a- Are they apolitical or are they anarchists? I think cyberpunks are like anarchists.
0: Well, I mean, I'm functionally anarchist, but I don't, I don't have an ideology. You know why I don't have an ideology? Because why? Why would you have an ideology? If you're powerless, then having an ideology is just playing dollhouse with your feelings. <laughs> oh, hmm. <laughs> i have universal health care oh that's so nice i'm another guy and i can also go to the doctor no (laughs) why do that you're just gonna make yourself sad right you can't you can't live in the dollhouse (laughs) so what now you can look at the dolls like looking at people in norway and you're like oh well the dolls have it better than me
1: yeah
0: that just yeah. Do what you're gonna do.
1: Politics. I,
0: I can't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have an ideology.
1: I mean, anymore. I really. I feel like I've mentioned this before. I feel like human beings aren't evolved to be able to conceptualize things at that kind of level. I'm not. I'm not interested in any of it anymore. My My philosophy now is be cool, man. And if you can't be cool, well, I mean that sucks. But suit yourself. <laughs> I can't stop you from being a jerk, so, Uh, I mean, go forth and be a jerky asshole, I guess. If that's what makes you happy, I don't know why it would.
0: I like... (laughs) I like that philosophy... And I would say, be cool, and if you can't be cool, then at least shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> right, at least go somewhere else. Like, I don't need to fucking listen to your shit. You're never happy bullshit. Like, not never happy as in, like, you have to be happy all the time, because I'm not happy all the time. But, like, never being satisfied with anything. Always finding a hole in everything. Always finding a little piece of crap to pick at and pick at and pick at and pick at until you make a giant hole in whatever it is that someone was trying to help you enjoy. Well, I think,
0: <laughs> I think that being mad is a really bad hobby. Right.
1: I think it's the worst hobby. Some people fucking love it. They just want to just, wanna just uh, wallow in it. They're like, who's going to make me mad today? Let's hit up Fox News. That's, that's what it gets me is like liberal people and like left-wing people who go and like well look at Fox News shit. <laughs> Like just to find something to post on Twitter today to get mad about. Like you know what, man. Like I understand sometimes you'll find some headlines on Fox News. They're fucking scary headlines. But you know what? If you miss the headline, it still happened regardless. It it happened if you watch, if you read it. It happened if you didn't. And it does not matter what you do now. You can't change it. So like, what's why do you got to absorb those bad vibes? You can't. You can't. You're not like the sponge of the planet so you can't (laughs) you can't just like go through the whole planet and soak up everyone's bad vibes every day and expect to feel like you're like 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 having a good time
0: okay so you can't go and take everybody's guns let's say let's say you hate school shootings (laughs) right pretty reasonable Uh position to have you hate it when people go into a school and start shooting.
1: Because <laughs> sure.
0: there's so many people there. Uh-huh. Somebody's going to get hurt.
1: And, and they're all little kids.
0: <laughs> many of them are children, too. So that's like adds an extra little bit of you're being super unsafe here. Right. I would say the majority of people don't like school shootings. Okay. So if you don't have any power to stop people from having guns, you don't have any power to give people mental health care, it's fine. I mean, it's it's... Kind of a point of conversation to say, gee, we should have less... Instead of having 99 guns and no health care, I would like to have no guns and 99 health care. Right. Right?
1: Or even 50 guns and 50 health care would be better than what we have.
0: Yeah, but we're getting... <laughs> that's, that's See, that's the level of conversation that people want to put you on. They want to talk about the details that they're not in control of. Right, right. And so if you can't stop the guns and you can't stop people from doing the shooting then what you can do, what you are in control of, you don't have to keep clicking until you see the bodies. Mm -hmm. You are in control of what you experience as a viewer.
1: You don't have to go find... The right wing people talking about how it didn't happen. You don't have to go and find the right wing people talking about how out of the eight people who were shot in the school that day, three of them had got busted for smoking cigarettes last year.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you can you can keep going and make yourself madder and madder about this. But it's like. It's the same thing as when you'll see a headline, it'll say this viral story of a mother and her daughter will make you cry. And I, I am like, no, I've, you told me it's gonna be awful. I'm gonna cry. I don't like crying. I don't want to read something that's so bad it makes me cry. I don't want to read something touching either. Touching stuff is fine,
1: but. I don't need to be touched by strangers all the time.
0: Yeah, it's a little invasive, right?
1: <laughs> It's like it's not quite as touching when no one loves me in the story. Right?
0: <laughs> I think you nailed down why I hate it. <laughs> Mother, a daughter, a soldier, a dog. I'm nowhere to be found. <laughs> I had to cry and I wasn't there. Fuck this.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save my 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 weeping for something that happens to me. <laughs> Until then, I'm going to keep my my stable mental state.
0: I'm going to keep riding the waves, baby. (laughs) Let's fucking chill out. You should get a synthesizer, and you should get some fucking weed lotion. You should learn to play poker. You should grow some fucking vegetables and chill the fuck out, man. (laughs) I don't understand everybody, man. Everybody out there, like, it's like... Well, you, you pass the Monopoly guy and you get your $200. I'm like, all right, man. I'm going to get a steak. I'm going to get a couple of tall boys. I'm going to get some weed lotion. I'm going to get some nice soil for my plants. And uh, my kid wants to play magic. I'm going to get some magic cards. <laughs> I'm get some eggs. Man, this is great. I'm going to... I got a, I got like 16 bucks left, I'm gonna buy a movie on Amazon Prime, it's fucking wicked, man. And some people will go out and buy 50 ping pong paddles and hit themselves on the ass with it until it breaks.
1: Right, right.
0: And they go to number 49.
1: Right, right. But if that's people like, make, if that, makes happy, if that makes them happy, let them do it, man. It's all good as long as I have to beat my ass.
0: You know what beats my ass?
1: <laughs> no, what? <laughs> Not much. Candles, candles, beat your ass! I,
0: I, I really, there's something. So, I don't like how they smell.
1: You don't like artificial smells.
0: No, I really. You know, I have never liked artificial smells. I don't know if I ever told you about the time that I really I broke my brain with the artificial smell.
1: I recall as I was I was around for it, the time when you broke your brain when you when you made the artificial smells?
0: No, it was before that. I was a teenager.
1: Oh, no. You have a lot of smell experiences.
0: Yeah, well, smell is really like intrinsically linked to memory.
1: Uh-huh.
0: There's like a very strong link. I think you know, and I'm I'm sure it's baked into my compulsion to smell things. Like we were talking about earlier, uh, my dad once told me he had a compulsion to smell things. I think it's very common among people. Snakes smell stuff. With Everybody. Their tongue. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Everybody likes to smell stuff, but you know, it is something. Uh, it is something that's a particularly strong uh, sense for me
1: sure it's like one of your five ones it's one of
0: my main ones yeah yeah. humans actually have way more than five senses but (laughs) that's neither here nor there we'll talk about that some other day but i was uh i was working in the back room of a gift shop i used to work at a it was a discount gift shop i'm sure that gives it away but you don't know which store it is so fuck off (laughs) Uh, but I was working at uh, a gift shop and I was just doing stocking stuff, like not ho, 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 but like, you know, moving stuff around. You scooch everything up on the shelves so it's all even. The seasons change. You pull all of like the summery decorations off the shelf. You put up all the Halloween decorations, mm-hmm. right? And... Uh, We would always just get this stuff that was clearly, like, overstocked. It was like a Big lot situation. So there would be these other chains or these other vendors that would have too much of something, and they'd give it to us. And we had this uh, green apple. It was some kind of room deodorizer or scent or something. We also sold golf clubs, which is completely bizarre but we had golf clubs and they were in the back and so it was usually me in the store and like one extremely old lady (laughs) and she was really addled like i would hide places and just go to sleep for hours like we sold rugs And the rugs were arranged in this bizarre way, so I would get under the rugs, like in the rugs. It was pretty comfortable. Also, I was a lot younger, so I just fall asleep anywhere. Mm -hmm. I always stayed up all night and stuff anyway, so go to sleep in the rugs. And we had golf clubs, so I was like, I I was lining them up, and I was like hitting different packages. Because the back room of the store, it was like a big square, right? Mm -hmm. And the back room of the store, there was a door in the corner, and it went all the way down to the other end. So it was like 40 or 50 feet long and maybe like eight or 10 feet wide. And that's where we stored all the shit. And there was like this long corridor down the middle. So we had golf clubs. And so like anytime we got shit in the store that was just in the back, I would just line it up with the golf clubs. If I wasn't doing anything, like try to hit it all the way back down to the other end Mm -hmm. of the store. And one time I did this with what turned out to be like, Vanilla green apple. <laughs> but instead of just being like puck and just like popping down to the other end of the store, and I mean, I was not a great shot. Like half the time it would just whack into the shelf next to me, whatever. Anyway, I really fucking nailed it and it just like atomized. Like it, it was probably already leaking. Yeah. And so it just like atomized through the box. I got soaked in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole back room just fucking reeked of it because it just sprayed because I hit it like as hard as I could with a golf club. Right. <laughs> and I could not get the smell off myself. I went home. You know, I showered. It was still like in my hair. Uh-huh. I could still smell it on my skin. I washed and washed. It took forever. And after that, like when I smelled artificial apple... I was just like, whoa. It was, I just overloaded Uh whatever my scent receptor was. And really, I I was never fond of artificial smells. But after that, it just completely, completely did it to me.
1: But then you got your patent in making artificial smell stuff.
0: I I did. And wasn't
1: it all apple?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, uh so the products we brought to market were like cool ocean, like relaxing lavender and hot orange or some shit like <laughs> sure. that. Uh-huh. But for whatever <laughs> reason, like the profile of the of the profile of what we were doing, there was some reason we had to use like the esters in this fake apple scent. So I had to use this fake apple scent at work for like 4 months straight. Yeah. <laughs> I did it anyway, not because I cared, but because they kept paying me. Right. And I thought, well, I guess I have to do this. I guess this is my life now. Right. So you just, you know, you just do it.
1: But then you got the you got air freshener patent.
0: I did. So
1: such a it's, I think it's so funny to think about having a patent in something you give no shits about.
0: Uh, I have two. I have two. Uh, they filed three. Two of them were accepted. Yeah. So. I do. And then everybody all the way, everybody all the way up the line at the, at the company, all the way up to the vice president signed on as a co-inventor. That's good. That's a good scam.
1: Yeah. Right. Right.
0: So somebody who, uh, who, you know, surfs on rolling chairs all day in meetings is credited as an inventor for something I invented, but that's, that's also life. You know, you learn lessons about life you learn how to make uh
1: well they had to put their name on on your invention in order to make it okay that they also took all the money for your invention and didn't pay you shit
0: yeah well i mean yeah I mean, that's working for a chemical company. Yeah. You make something at work, they own it. That's the whole, that's the whole deal. (laughs) I can't, I mean, it sounds a lot more unfair than it is, but that's basically the deal when you work anywhere in that industry. You would think
1: that you would get like a bonus if you, if you really made a good invention.
0: But they didn't have to. They didn't have to pay me, so they didn't. They wouldn't even hire me. They wouldn't even give
1: you a little reach around.
0: No. No
1: reach around. <laughs> so, um, yeah, So they have candles. I can't believe we're talking about candles today.
0: <laughs> Are we still talking about candles?
1: Yep. <laughs> when I had my last job, I had my, the only scented candle I ever bought. I got it at the goddamn mall that the candles top, shop at the mall. That's like... Bath and Body Works of Candles.
0: Oh, uh, White Barn? Yeah, uh-huh. Okay.
1: I went there and they had one that smelled like potatoes.
0: Like mashed potatoes mm-hmm. or potatoes?
1: Mashed potatoes. Did and it like smell like that? butter and mashed potatoes, yeah. And it smelled exactly like mashed potatoes. That was the only time I ever bought a scented candle. And it was like one of those big jar candles.
0: Did you light it and everything or did you just take the top off and smell it?
1: I would not light it. I had it on my shelf at work and then people would come in my office and everyone would smell it. <laughs> <laughs> people would come in and they would take the lid off and stuff my candle while they were talking bullshit with me and then I would say alright talk to you later and then they would put my candle back
0: <laughs> that is I'm envisioning that that is I'm sure it made sense in context but it's really a strange interaction <laughs> just walking in somebody's office picking up an object and smelling it and then being like smell you later
1: <laughs> back later to smell this thing <laughs> everyone loved it
0: <laughs> this is very this is a very realistic mashed potato candle <laughs> i will be returning for more
1: i don't even know what happened to it like i quit my job and the candle disappeared i don't know where it went
0: somebody at your fucking work took it they heard you were probably, leaving
1: probably didn't i leave and just never come back
0: i i mean it sounds plausible yeah it sounds plausible. I think you just no-showed it because you're like, oh, well, I'm not getting another job after this, so.
1: Fuck y'all! I just left you. Yeah. I, I always love doing that.
0: <laughs> I actually, I have heard people say that it is bad and it is morally wrong to do that. But it's not like they're going to keep paying you after you stop coming. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. They say it's bad to your coworkers. That's not true. If your boss makes your coworkers do more stuff, then that's, that is an agreement that is arbitrated between your boss and your former co-workers.
1: Right. And, I mean, your boss could fire you with no notice. So you can fire him with no notice. Yeah. Right There's, to work, right to not work.
0: Yeah. If you, can get, <laughs> if you can get fired for essentially no cause, and it's the truth that a boss can just make up a cause, if your boss doesn't like you for any reason, they can be like, well, your performance hasn't been as good. And you can be like, how? They'd be like, well... I've just evaluated you and your performance is not good. And then you're like, okay, so, and then they're like, I'm going to put you on a plan to improve your performance. And if it doesn't, and if you don't improve, then you're gone. And you're like, how do I improve? And they're like, arbitrary, I decide.
1: (laughs) I am like a very long suffering person. Like I will put up with a lot of bullshit before I buckle under your load of bullshit. If I work, if I'm working at a job, I will really endure a lot of shit, but if you push me to the point where I'm just like insanely mad at, and I cannot deal with working there anymore, I'm just going to leave. I, I, if you piss me off that bad, you don't deserve two more weeks of my time. That's my feelings on it. You should have been nicer to me.
0: Well, this is the thing <laughs> is when you talk about this with people, somebody will always bring up that somebody once had a mythical good job. Yeah. I don't think I ever had one of those. I
1: did. I had a good job once. Which one? When I worked at the t t-shirt place. Oh yeah. They would lay me off and then actually call me back in after they were done with the layoffs. They'd be like, "Oh, work we'll pick back up. Come back to work." And I'd be like, "All right." Like, and so it was like, it felt like they were nice to me. And then <laughs> 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 usually people lay you off and then they, you know, yeah, hear again. yeah, yeah. Like it was actually like a thing. Like, oh, we'll come back next week, and then we would. And then also, I had my own office there. Everyone was really nice to me there. No one ever yelled at me. Um, everyone was really great, and it, people there were nice, and, um, I worked there until I moved, and that was the and I left. Like, no one quit for any reason, other than then, I don't live here anymore.
0: I don't live and in I, your city, I have to leave.
1: I really, I worked until the last day. Like, I, I worked up until the end, and I left. Yeah. I was like, it was a good job, never got yelled at, never had any problems, I don't even know if I ever called off i may have called off a couple times but like it was like i liked it i like going in there and making up a t-shirt for some baseball team
0: i like designing shirts (sighs) yeah designing shirts is fun
1: i mean like when it comes down to it like as stupid as it sounds like if i if i total like the sum total of all the work i've done in my life like i was apparently put on this earth to design t-shirts like that that was like my that's my main skill man (laughs)
0: I mean, conceptually, I agree. And then also statistically, it's true. Uh
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Absolutely, ninety-five percent of the money I've ever made has been off t-shirts.
0: Yeah, it's. I mean, and you wear t-shirts. People it's not, need to wear them. It, you wear t-shirts all the. You personally uh-huh. wear t-shirts all the time. I love t-shirts. You're not like a pretender to the throne. No,
1: I actually am like a connoisseur of t-shirts. Like I actually have a problem with it. Like that's like the one thing where I'm like, I will always buy t-shirts.
0: How many t-shirts do you have?
1: <laughs> Two hundred probably. In my closet right now.
0: Not counting all the ones over the years. Yeah, not, that like the you ones that,
1: Like not even. Sh- I don't think I chuck t-shirts ever. If there are t-shirts that that I don't have, it's because something happened to them. Oh. Someone's. I've had t- people steal t-shirts from me. That's really? always a bummer. Yeah. Uh, I've had people I've had t-shirts like disappear when we've gone on vacation.
0: Oh yeah. I've had
1: some. I oh I remember one time we went to Athens. I remember we went to Athens and I lost my um nirvana shirt that was from when bleach came out
0: jesus christ <laughs> i
1: was so mad I, i'm still mad about that one
0: I, think, <laughs> I would be mad
1: too i had t-shirt i, I, I mean i still have t-shirts but i have t-shirts where now they are selling for like five hundred dollars on ebay yeah. six hundred dollars on ebay and periodically i'll lose one of those t-shirts and i'll go back looking for it and oh man it makes me mad <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can't get a new one of that
1: one. No. I'm a, Yeah, I'm a connoisseur, though. I, I'm always looking for a new t-shirt. I'll buy you t-shirts sometimes if I think, oh, that's an Andy t-shirt instead of me.
0: You know what? I got uh, to go digging. I probably got a bunch of old uh, Nine Inch Nails Tour t-shirts at my mom's house.
1: Oh, you should grab those and put them on eBay, man. A bunch
0: of, bunch of men's XL. That was the style. I'm not an XL. I used to wear them big, baby.
1: Men's XL from back in the 90s is like a totally different size than right now. that shit's vintage though you absolutely need to get that from your mom's house you absolutely can milk it on ebay with those things i actually made nine inch nail shirts at my t-shirt job once
0: yeah when they were going on tour Uh uh-huh
1: downward spiral tour
0: man that's the that's the one too with all the gnarly Uh rope Uh and then he put the pig head and he said i want to fuck you that was that was some controversial music back in the day (laughs)
1: They might have been bootleg shirts, I don't remember.
0: I, you know, I like Nine Inch Nails, but I don't think I ever liked the music as much as I liked the idea that he was bad at singing and just had a bunch of synthesizers. I really identified with that.
1: I also like how he's from Akron. is he from Akron?
0: He is, yeah.
1: Everybody's from Ohio, man. That's why everyone hates on Ohio so much, It's because they're jealous. we got all the astronauts. We've got Devo and Nine Inch Nails and uh, Kim Deal.
0: <laughs> I mean, the, the breeders in Nine Inch Nails and Devo sounds like the Lollapalooza 94
1: lineup. <laughs> yeah, we're here, too. <laughs>
0: yeah, and we were at Lollapalooza, so what is there to be made of that? Well, you know, if you can't go to Lollapalooza in 2021... Because, uh, well, they did have it, and mm-hmm. then everybody was no masking with predictable consequences. I think the horrible coward Joe Rogan and his disgusting nipples got COVID perhaps from there.
1: <laughs> Joe Rogan, his nipples have COVID now. Those are the real spike proteins. <laughs> <laughs> If, if you, you dumb shit
0: If you can't if you can't make it to uh to Texas to catch uh the Rogan strain of COVID <laughs> then you can make it to Harlem Township, Ohio. The nicest part of Delaware County, Ohio. Yeah. Located right here in central Ohio, the temperate climate. This is the time of year you want to go there, too.
1: Oh, there is nothing in this world more beautiful than Ohio in September. That is my honest opinion. If you ask me any other time of the year, I will say the same thing. There is nothing more beautiful. September is peak Ohio. Beautiful.
0: Skies are clear. It's starting to cool off. And uh, 20 years ago, uh, a group of dedicated young men are working together to achieve their dream, which is to knock over the World Trade Center.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> Just some girls working together for a cause they love. Right. <laughs> there's no trade center. There's no skyscrapers in Harlem Township. Come to Harlem Township in September. You'll be fine.
1: Right. It'll be fine here.
0: And if you want your fruit to be fine in uh, on a clear Tuesday, September day at 8.57 a.m.
1: Unless it's on the wrong airplane. If it's on a FedEx plane, it's going to be fine. <laughs>
0: As long as you put in some Hazel Technologies packets, it will not right, really. Right. Whether you're shipping bananas, pineapples, pears, or grapples, the apples that have been soaked in, in genetic seasoning to turn them into uh, grape-scented apples.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love them. <laughs> I love to munch them.
0: Your fruit, your fruit <laughs> will safely reach its destination. With Hazel Technologies, and last, but certainly not least.
1: Corey Grella. She loves it, too. She loves what? Everything. She's the- all love and all light. She is a piece of the universal consciousness, and she is me, and I'm her. And we are both also her, and she is both of us. And Corey Grella is also all of you. And she is also everyone in the Discord, and she's in the Discord!
0: That, I can't think of any...
1: Everybody's one.
0: I, I can't think of any more comprehensive way to finish off that Dr. Bronner's bottle now.
1: <laughs> All one. Everybody's Corey Grella.
0: And this episode was suggested by Mitchy In our Discord. If you haven't stopped by our Discord, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. Get in there. Tell us what to talk about. Thanks, Mitchy, for suggesting candles. Thank and you, Mitchy, for
1: suggesting candles.
0: And we'll talk to you again very I soon. I love you. Goodbye. <laughs>